or whatever it's going to be called then. All these jokes are are great. Disco. You realize this, Andrew? This is prime material. Yeah, I don't think any of this is making the intro. Um... <laughs> this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Welcome back, listeners. It's Indie Comic Book Noise. Everyone's excited. The new year is rolling full steam ahead. We're all having a good time here at Indie Comic Book Noise headquarters. And by we, I mean our three regular hosts. Super Steve is having a final crisis at the source wall and is not available today. But He's getting his pipes cleaned. We're, we're confident that... He will prevail and reboot himself into a new continuity. But our three hosts are me, Andrew the Alley Rabbit, and up in Canada. Actually, I don't even know if it's still Canada, but north of the Arctic Circle from the icebox, WVX Cav. Wait, what have you heard? Yeah, what do you know that we don't? What, what's where do they show it on your news? I mean, no. I know Australia doesn't exist anymore, and it's just a fake place. No, I meant that you're so far north. I think you may have gone past the northern border of Canada. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not Russian. No, you'd be in the Arctic. Be that part up that's not owned by anyone. I mean, I, I, that doesn't... Re- I mean, it's owned by I, you and Santa Claus, who I'm sure you get into turf wars with all the time. Wait, I thought that was in Scandinavia. No, I thought he was at the North Pole. I believe in Krampus. <laughs> Sort of weird Santa Claus business that they got there in Canada. Santa Claus lives at the North Pole with the reindeer and elves that make toys. Where are the greenhouses? Oh, you mean that pervert named Jim? Yeah, I've seen him. And then that was from the nation's capital, the Ottawa Otter Phil. Say hi, Phil. No. <laughs> All right. Indie Comic Book Noise, part of the Deliberate Noise Network. What's that, you ask? Well, it's a collection of podcasts that talk about everything your heart could desire in the pop culture realm. We, of course, are the Indie Comic Book Guys. You can find old episodes and show notes at IndieComicBookNoise.com. There also are some social media contacts. (laughs) But enough about that nonsense. You're here for the real meat and potatoes. As you heard from the beginning, we do feature sometimes mature themes, but I don't really think we're that. That's effective. right. This is our porn comic special, right? So, I mean, have we oh, ever Super said... Steve should have been here then. Have we ever <laughs> said anything offensive, Kevin? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. A couple times. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you have some... Uh, offensive I, comment of the week. I smoke uh, a lot of weed, so I can't remember them, but I know Kevin knows some. Uh, what, what what was the point of buying Comixology? You you like you like that comment, Andrew? <laughs> or 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 uh, does signing up people for a service like Substack and signing up people that don't have an account, Kevin, and people that don't want to use the service, but does that make your customers happier when you sign them up for a newsletter just to promote your new product? Kevin, me and Andrew have been warning you about this for years. Don't go digital. I and now look at the pain it brings you. You get so mad about it. I think I might have got... I found something in my spam about someone <laughs> signing me up to... I don't know if it's real or not, but I just deleted it. I'm like... So maybe I got caught up in your web, Kevin. And literally, when I went to go unsubscribe, it said, finish setting up your account. And I'm like, my dude, I don't have an account. Yeah, that's why I just deleted the thing. I don't even mess with it. If they want to have some fake account with some fake version of me, they're welcome to it. 
Well, you're you're gonna you better keep checking that spam folder because I'm sure you're gonna keep getting it. Oh, I get so much. Oh my god, can I don't. I've won so many tool sets from different companies and Lowe's gift cards and FedEx canceled appointments and hot Russian nudes that I can't tell you. Oh, my, yes. My spam <laughs> folder has a much more full and interesting life than I do. But I, the other ones I love are for things I don't have. Like I get all these, someone's trying to log into your Facebook account. And I'm like, well, I don't have one that I know about. So let them log in. <laughs> Or these bank, you know, like, oh, they tried to sign into your Bank of America account. Again, not familiar with any of those, but God bless them. Yeah, I get, so, well, I've had the one email for, what, over 20 years, so it's on quite a few spam lists. I get the ones from uh, the Deliberate Noise Network that's that says, hey, uh, I thought I would want to run you run this by you first and I don't bother opening it up. But I will say as I've gotten older, I used to be all just like hot nudes and women want to hook up. <laughs> now I get a lot less of those and it's a lot No wonder <laughs> we have a mature rating you and your porn your porn addict. It's uh oh, you've won a, a free set of uh, tools or a gift card to Lowe's. Tools? Whatever. What type of tools? I don't click on the email so I don't I'm sure they're Worth thousands of dollars, Phil. Oh, I thought you were talking like dildos, like sex tools. Oh, no, no. They're like, you know, uh, craftsmen or whatever. For some reason, they seem to think that I'm like a man's man or something. (laughs) I know. They should be like doing like Spider-Man or something. Yeah. You know, if if they were truly invading your privacy, you'd think they would have these these spam emails more directed towards you. We're like, Pace Pop Pete, buy our glue. Something like that. That'd be a good one to get you with. Well, I've also, I will have on occasion looked up like little tools for fixing toys or something, but that's Mm -hmm. way different. Like looking for tiny screwdrivers is way different than like getting a giant set of uh, whatever. But I did, I apparently have one nonstick cookware as well. And uh, they're going to um, help me with my... I'm about to delete all my contacts. Uh-oh. Guys, I, I'm in trouble. The other problem, I think, is they duplicate a lot of the spam. You just deleted all your contacts? So No, I get this message all the time oh. from the oh, okay. quote-unquote security <laughs> team. Like, oh, no, well, you're going to delete funny. all your contacts. And I'm like, I don't think that... The fact that I get so many of them, I think, actually works against them. I don't know. I mean, they must know what they're doing, or they wouldn't be in the spam business. You know what I you mean? You know what you could do is not look in your spam folder. I've never looked in mine once, I don't think. Some Once in a while, something. Yeah. I need to check it just to make sure I didn't. Usually, you're right. It's pretty good about mm-hmm. it. But every once in a while, some kind of, you know those ones where they're like, we're sending you a code if you want to log in to bid on this comic book. That's well, what they now, be flooding me with. Now I'm curious. <laughs> now I'm curious, and I gotta look at my spam folder. Yeah, like Hakes and Heritage Auctions, and they should be, structure their emails like that. Yeah, for sure. I would be on some of those, but oh, that Morphe auction, Kevin. You oh, see that twenty percent higher premium. What? Twenty percent on top of the price. Plus, if you use a credit card, it's another like two or three percent on top of that. I guess. I, I guess people enjoy that. Card. For me, it's just, that's a lot of mental math about what your yeah. bid really is. You know? And that's not including, you know, you're going to file a bunch of nonsense shipping and handling and all that stuff, too. But, yeah, because I was looking at the Morphe's because they had a a bunch of... Morphe's. Well, I mean, there is not a more appropriate name. Morphe's. They had, uh, they've quote-unquote found a bunch of, like, carded Star Wars figures and everything. So I was curious, and whoa, the prices are bad enough when you add twenty percent plus tax and all that. I guess I'm glad you guys were talking. I'm glad you guys were talking about the spam folder because I looked in mine because I was curious, and there was I found a game I want now. How about that? <laughs> Look at that, and the hot Russian singles in your area. <laughs> no, you guys. So I don't know what you guys are doing. The rest are from uh, the podcast network. 
<laughs> you know the ones. I'm sure you got them too. I got a Dropbox one and then Captain Canada Comics. <laughs> that's it. Boy, those sound pretty good. Yeah, so I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> oh. You guys, weirdos. <laughs> I mean, don't filter Super Steve into your trash. Yeah, I don't know how you don't get the... Get all the excitement. Plus, I get tons for, like, all kinds of physical ailments. They have every cure that the medical mm-hmm. industry doesn't want you to know. You know, like, secret cure to live forever. Mm-hmm. Or cure. Did you get it? Third back or 12 arms or whatever these things are. No, I don't. You didn't get that things. one? Because oh, so. that sounded like a good one. These sound like the ads. <laughs> Like, if, if those ads in those old comics would have continued to till today, like, those would be the ads. Yeah, it'd definitely be, like, secret way to lower your blood sugar and, you know, add inches to your manhood. God, it would be... Yeah, these are sounding great. It would be a train wreck, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, the little ads today. <laughs> I'm kind of glad they don't have them. I don't think it would be for fake x-ray specs anymore. No. Oh, I used to love looking at those pages filled with all the stuff you can get. Yeah, I never sent away. I was too cheap. Me neither. I, I wish. Them, you know? I wish I did, but yeah, I never did either. I didn't have that much money and always would rather spend it on mm-hmm. a toy or a comic book, you know, that I knew. And, and it was and it was such ridiculous things that it was hard to convince parents to you well, yeah, know, like, get it. Were you really going to get a submarine? Like that seemed mm-hmm. really pretty fishy for $5 or Yeah, whatever. there were some fishy ones. Even the toy Cover- ones and little plastic. I'm like, that. there's something mm-hmm. up. Like they're going to be pieces of junk or whatever, I think. So, Phil, Savage Dragon 263 mm-hmm. is coming out. I had to look it up for you. Oh, finally? Yes. Nice. Okay, good. Because, yeah, it's been quite a while, and I've been... I don't even remember what happened the last issue. <laughs> I did see Ant in the store recently at the, when I went to the comic shop. Oh, that... Okay, so maybe he's starting to... Maybe he took a little break or something, or... Oh, and... Cause cause he, used to, he used to go I don't, I, re- I don't remember what his position is, because they always rotate the, the image positions. Yeah. I, I don't remember what his is any, anymore. Also and it's, up, it's more uh, of a hobby for him, I think, now. Picked up Spy Superb, number one, Kevin. Oh, really? I haven't heard of that one. Did, did it look like a piece of trash on the shelf? I, I, you're right. The Like, the bag cover is not <laughs> attractive, but I do like, you talked about it, and I like when Matt Kent is drawing. Yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. I got it. I mean, I assume the receipt on the back are some kind of codes you can put in and or some kind of cipher you're supposed to calculate yes. or whatever. Yes. Yes, there was some kind of secret code thing he was doing with this issue. Yeah, you're right. But I'm super lazy and not going to spend that much time trying to calculate what's going down with Matt Kent and his crazy system. But yeah, no, I, w- I got it because I was like, oh, I do like Matt Kent drawn work. But yeah, that on the cover, like it just, it's this dark brown, like wrapper, like uh, it, it looks not appealing. I guess he's famous enough that he doesn't need to make the covers look good. I mean, it is funny. I mean, that that's almost at the level of, of like, you having a long-running series, and then you just cancel it whenever you're watching. You're just like, yeah. That was a Walking Dead thing, where you just have a courtroom drama thing. You solicit more issues than you're going to have, and then you just cancel it, and you say it's over. Well, I mean, at some point, you know, if you don't want to write it anymore, you're kind of done. I don't think people should just keep writing it forever. They're like, well, it's still making money. Like, if the guy's like, you know, I've reached where I've told the stories I want to tell. Nothing wrong with getting out. Yeah. Getting out in the beginning is good. Devastated a bunch of people's collections. Because, man, I used to see those books, graded copies of all of the issues, all the time. I mean, you still see some, but you would go to these auctions, and it would just be filled with, you know, the the, the first appearance and the rare ones, but also, like, whatever issue just came out a few months ago. There'd be a bunch of nine, eight copies and everything. What comic <laughs> are you guys talking about? Walking Dead. Oh, Walking Dead. Okay. And I just have to think that 
that is a series I don't know. Like, I'm sure number one, like the big ones are still worth a ton, I'm sure, but I have to think all those kind of middling issues are probably not worth what they were. Yeah. Back in the day. I mean, I think I only have a few issues that I might have bought off an auction here or there. I don't recall. I mean, I had, what was it, issue three or issue four? At one point, but I traded it off for other comics. Yeah, it's probably, like I said, at this point, you might be better off. I don't know. It's interesting how sometimes those things, they're so... And that was hot for years. Like, Oh, yeah. It's not like it was some Peter Panzer fight, like something that got some deal and came and went. Like, Well, I feel Walking Dead's about to hit that stage. Like me, I don't think about it anymore, Walking Dead. Like, it's pretty much forgotten to me. So I, I think a lot of people, well, not for long. Well, Andrew told me one of them was gone, but I'm like, I know there's a lot of others, so... Well, the main one is gone. The other ones are all stupider, like, even stupider. I almost said the stupid, but no, they're all stupid. I mean, it's kind of like The Simpsons or South Park. They're just always on. Well, I'm a, like, are they still doing the colorized comic? Like, I don't see it yeah. on the shelves, but yeah. I'm not looking for it yeah. either. They're not going to yeah. stop. But I hate that, like... uh I hate those type of money grabs. Like the Max did that too. With the when it's they weird when to they money did grab the, the Max though. What's that? It's weird to money grab the Max. Yeah. Like The Walking Dead, I can understand. No, the Max was a popular series at a time. Yeah, it had that cartoon, didn't it? it yeah, weird. the cartoon made it even bigger. I just yeah, it's just weird. Max I don't... anymore. You're right. I don't hear much about The Walking Dead like you used to, Phil. Yeah, I'm, no, because it's yeah. If the comic, if that color version like all, is still coming out, all the normals that were crazy about it because the show, like they they've all moved on to other stuff now, right? Like, I, I mean, the buzz it, is just gone. It, I, that's why I always compare it to TV shows. It'll be like Survivor is back for season forty-two, and I'll be like forty-two. I'm like. This is still on? People watch this? I'm like, they do. Yeah, all the older people love that show. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should. I wonder if the colorized issues are any better. I would say no, because I find, uh... I don't know. I find it just Walking Dead is one of those comics that works great as a black and white, so yeah, I feel like yeah. it would I, I, I yeah, do a service. But if it's still going on, yeah. I assume that means that Either it's new people who are into it or the people that read the first one. Yeah, like if you're going to be buying Rock and Dead for the first time, you're better off buying those big compendiums, you know, because they're pretty cheap. They're oh, yeah, huge. yeah, that's what I did to get to catch up. And then yeah. afterwards went to the trade. Cause my, my wife likes to read it and trade, and she was actually the bigger fan than me. So, yeah, just uh, once we caught up, we just moved to trade. And it was a good... Like, even though he, I think he does a decent job with issues, it always read well in trade, too. Yeah. No, I think it was best in uh, big chunks. Kirkman really cracked what I call popcorn comics, where they're mm-hmm. really like, you just want to keep turning that page, but sometimes I yeah. put it down and I'd be like, I can't remember what. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, though, I never really got that bored in the series, I don't think. It's up to issue 55. The Walking well, Dead Deluxe. Already? Wow. Oh, I think, I think because don't they put two issues in an issue? Not the early ones I have. No? Okay. I thought that's what they were doing. So you wanted some news, I heard. Yes. I like when you guys do the news, because then I don't have to go on the evil internet. This is a sad state of, of comic journalism. I, I mean, I'm, I probably yeah, won't get man. into the other thing. You but guys I'm are like... my journalists. Come on. <laughs> Did you know that Dinosaur Comics is celebrating 20 years? I never even heard of Dinosaur Comics. What? What is that? Where it's it's like Are that, you serious? It's a clip art, like an early, early webcomic, and it's like a clip well, art of... you know I'm not going to know that shit. ...of a dinosaur, and it's like all the gonna... same panels. It's the same images every day. He that just changes the words. ridiculously dumb. It is... But Ryan North has been able to do this for 20 years. Yeah, because the dummies like you, like he's laughing at you guys probably was putting them out. I guess. I don't know. You can laugh at me if he wants. It pretty much is, yeah, the same image, isn't it? I mean, I, I, 
I would just check it out occasionally. It's not like a regular thing I would go see. Sort of like XKCD. Like I, I just pop popped in sometimes, see what's going on. Eight Bit Theater was really the one that that I followed for a long time. Sorry guys, I can't. Sciency. I can't talk right now because I'm deep into this dinosaur comics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're being serious, Phil. I am. <laughs> okay, I'll stop reading. There. Oh, boy. Well, I've gone, in honor of Phil, I've gone all Cthulhu, Phil. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Old-time listeners may remember I had talked about the Providence series, Alan Moore, Jason Burroughs, Avatar Comics, which came out I don't know, a decade ago or so, and I was trying to piece together the floppies. Well, I got a bunch of Alan Moore stuff for Christmas, and one of them was just the trade of all 12. I, when that started coming out, the covers grabbed me so much that I had to have the floppies and all the, I just love all the covers of that series. Yeah, I think I did pretty good, but I think I ended up missing a few. Because you mm-hmm. know, Phil, I'm bad, and I should be. Well, I, a near the end, and everything, and but near the end, I had to order them because I think they were. I don't think a lot of people were collecting it, so the number order numbers were getting lower, probably. So, yeah, it might. It was so probably I think I easy to miss a few at the end, or and so I was just, you know what, it for thirty bucks or whatever for the twelve issues. This way, there and that way, if I ever find the issues, whenever I'm doing another reorganizing. I can always just give them to somebody or whatever as a mm-hmm. cool gift. But I'm, I really enjoyed it. What it is is it's set in the Lovecraft time of, you know, the 20s or so, turn of the last century. But it's in a world where Lovecraftian style creations are around and Lovecraft himself. But we follow a reporter in New York City who is gay and whose lover has killed himself. And this kind of sends him into a bit of a spiral. So he leaves his newspaper job and goes on a tour of New England to look up some weird fiction type stuff. And that's what gets him into the Lovecraftian world. And I got to tell you, man, Alan Moore breaks all my rules that I don't like. Like every issue at the end has these long handwritten journals by the (laughs) by the reporter and I sat and read every one of them. Like, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that kind of back matter, but I feel like like uh, the guy couldn't have brought a typewriter with him. You know, I'm trying to go through his script and everything, and sometimes it's messier if he's been through like a particularly traumatic experience or whatever. And it was just like, only... Alan Moore's one of the few people that could get me to read that. I also love the balance. Like, you can read the entire series without the back matter, but it adds just enough that I thought, oh, it's really nice color. Because basically the back matter kind of is him retelling usually portions of what you just read in the comic. And it also does incorporate elements from uh, Robert Chambers, The King in Yellow. But it's that meta thing where he goes and meets not only some of the creations of H.P. Lovecraft, but H.P. Lovecraft, the author himself. Huh. Additionally... He meets kind of Lovecraftian elements, like instead of the Necronomicon, which is the fake book, there's a different, he uses a different one, which is clearly modeled after that. So it has a slightly different name and a bit more provenance. It sounds a little bit better. Lovecraft's always sounded kind of like a joke. Abdul Al-Hazrid and all that. I mean, that's because he came up with it when he was a kid, the concept. (laughs) So this has the Alamore pastiche, plus some interesting ideas about magic that I always find. Alamore's a guy that's thought about a lot of weird things in a very interesting way. He is weird. And conveys them in a fascinating way. There is, I will warn people, there's a lot more sex than you'll find in Lovecraft. So it can get... uh, I wouldn't say it's extensive and it's usually done in not like a particularly erotic cons. In fact, usually it's kind of in a slightly horrific one, but there is some of that element. If that's a problem to you, it's kind of a hit or miss for me. The one thing is I don't like the 
introduction, there's a personification of the four of a force, Carcosa, that's in his other ones. And it's a young man with his face covered because he has a weird looking mouth thing. And his speech, he all his S's are replaced with THs. Oh. So reading his dialogue, again, only Alan Moore could get me to do that. <laughs> but I really, in reading all 12 together, as opposed to, you know, trying to grab issue to issue really worked. The other thing that made me laugh is I realized I had read the prequel, but kind of had spaced on it. So I busted that off the shelf to read the two prequel stories, which are connected in the Neonomicon. Again, Alan more Jason Burroughs and this is read written right before and that and these characters make an appearance at the end the other thing that's funny is at the end of the book he includes another real person Joshi the Lovecraft scholar and I was like I wonder it he must have gotten permission right like can you put like a real human in your comment like without or maybe not enough people like I'm sure Joshi's a big Lovecraft written a lot of books on him must have read it was just a fascinating like it's cool that he puts stuff real stuff lovecraft stuff and his own fake stuff all mushed together while telling his way that stitches lovecraft together and it's not just spot the reference checklist type of stuff which it could be with other people it's not like you're just like oh this is from that story and this is from that and this is i mean there's a little bit of that but you get into the story itself the neonomicon collects the neonomicon in the courtyard i was kind of less into the courtyard one but i like the neonomicon which introduces our carcosa character and the idea that there's a mysterious drug that's corrupting people but the drug is this primordial language and sort of the magic of language and how it infects your brain and corrupts you the courtyard one was less interesting because that's where an fbi agent ends up with a deep one and gets pregnant by the deep one and it references the first story too i just some i think i've talked about this before the one thing i don't like about alan moore is his uh he's really into kind of uh threats of sexual violence and yeah yeah and stuff and i can give that a pass i just feel like he leans into it way too much and then to finish that i went backwards (laughs) again to grab Alan Moore's Yugath Cultures and Other Growths by Avatar. This that one I never read. Prequel. Okay, so this is like 300 pages. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of just grab bag of Alan Moore stuff. And then interviews and text pieces and scripts. And boys, I, I want to say, like, I like preliminary sketches and stuff like that. But comic book scripts, they just don't. No, like I've never like read one. Them? Kevin? Never you once. So, you like uh process, sometimes. Though. I guess you're not buying that absolute killing joke that that has the script in it then. No, I I just don't like I always think I'm going to like it. Like I enjoy like I said watching preliminary sketches and roughs and like the art side of it, but for some reason the script even though Alan Moore is pretty funny, he puts little things in the script and everything. It just is less interesting. But, yeah. You know Andy, he's very stupid. And so I just read it in my own way. So, so funny. So I read the, there's a bunch of, it's basically a bunch of little short stories he did with very little direct Lovecraft attachment. And so it's all these little tiny, including some work with Brian Talbot. I guess they were going to do a whole magic series called Night Jar, but it never Oh, I thought it was going to be Magic the Gathering. And so, and there they have the script for it, which is less interesting, but they have Alan Moore wrote Talbot a letter at the beginning, kind of laying out some ideas and concepts. And that was really cool because unlike panel one, page one, this was like, okay, what are our big themes and how do we want the character to work and how do we build the story? And that part was cool. So I enjoyed that. Some of the Alan Moore stuff, the short stories I liked others. I was like, eh, those, I know he cut his teeth and I think it's really smart the whole learn to write short story comics, but I think they're mm-hmm. really hard. It's hard to do like a four or five pager unless you're just going to have one of those ironic endings or something. You know, it's not a lot of real estate to 
develop ideas or whatever. But it's still interesting. And then he talks about the stories that are in there. So I was reading this out of order. And then the back part is this whole Lovecraft saga, which has a framing device about a guy turning in his life's manuscript. And then each little mini story is an adventure. And the conceit is, imagine you're a Lovecraft character, but you had every story happen to you. Like normally a guy might show up once or twice, but imagine every one of these horror things happens to you. And I was like, you know, it's a good idea. I like it. It's pretty straightforward though. I'm like, what's man. I kind of expect more from Alan Moore. (laughs) That's when I realized, finally, I look at the table of contents. That whole back half is not written by Alan Moore. (laughs) (laughs) And they're not bad. They're just, you know, you expect a little bit more than just a straightforward comic. Those were all written by Anthony Johnston. So I was like, but because I got mad and I was like, where are the credits? Like they don't put them in the story. You have to go to the inside cover, but it's a lot of fun. Like there's Juan Jose rip art. We talked about, he's with that company Amigo or whatever. Now I like his art. He was with bad idea. He wasn't with bad idea. Oh, was he? But he also did those Amigo, like the Steve and I talked about them. Uh, like pirate type comics, I think they were. Really or maybe cool. he's still, or maybe he's doing some Marvel stuff. Didn't he do some Marvel stuff? Uh, you just gonna so. name every company, Kevin? But probably uh, the last thing I remember talking about him on, is particularly on this show, was like I said, I think it was Amigo was the name of the company, but it was like pirate or sword and sorcery type, and it was really fun. But this is all black and white. Some Brian Talbot rip some really stuff. What I also realized I like. I really like Jason Burroughs in black and white. Hmm. I like I've never him, seen yeah. them. Like, cause I, these other ones are color and I was like, I, I like him well enough. It, he doesn't, it's hard when a lot of your script is guys dressed in twenties suits and stuff. Like it's hard to make that, but something about the black and white only, I was like, boy, it really adds a dimension that I'm enjoying. And because there's so many different artists and so many short stories, you really get a nice variety. But yeah, it was just funny that like it's Alan Moore's like the first thing on the title and half the book is even Alan Moore. <laughs> but I like reading inner Like I said, he's got interesting ideas about magic when he had his magical events that happened mm-hmm. to him and how he came to change his kind of thinking about magic and the world and everything. I can read that stuff endlessly. It's very interesting to me. So if you like that, get that. But just be warned, like half that book is not, it's not bad or anything, but if you were like, I want all Alan Moore, well, that's about half that book and it's kind of a bunch of odds and ends and interviews and stuff. But that's as near as I can That's tell. probably why I skipped that. Yeah, imagine. it's his avatar. And like I said, dumb Andy read those in reverse order. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. The yoga thing, none of that seems to him seems to directly tie into those later stories, except Burroughs did some of the artwork on some of the Lovecraftian things, so maybe there's a tangential thing. I guess Providence was the last part he did. Yeah, that was the last one. Yeah. That was the most recent, as far as this stuff, I that I know about. I mean, maybe he did more, but like you say, Phil, I seem to remember it was hard getting those last issues. Like, I just yeah, I, I missed them or couldn't find them or whatever. I never even read the last issues yet. I have them all, but... Well, that's also, like I said, on me. Long-time listeners know Andy's bad. You should get a pull list and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. if you're just a jerk that goes and buys them off the shelf, well, you get what you get. Well, and Avatar's a niche company, so... Yeah, I don't They're know never that gonna I've have seen big orders post-pandemic either. Uh, no, well, during the pandemic, they just switched to trades of their old stuff, and they've never... I don't even know if they're in previews anymore, but it's, I'm pretty sure that's all they do. It's yeah, they're still in previews, but I don't give it a lot of uh, a lot of look there. Yeah, like there's nothing new. <laughs> I used to have a lot of things like it. It was this like jungle girl fantasy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that was them. Yeah, they did that one. I think. The last time I was in, still buying my Opus books, Phil. Okay, I, what'd I, you I get this time? Your, it was one of the Frank Frazetta ones. Yeah. Well, I imagine Deathgasm would have, unless you order maybe from them, just because a lot of horror fans would have seen and gone, oh, I'll pick that up. Well, i got to say, at least at my shop, I am seeing a lot less. Like, 
I got mm-hmm. there on a Wednesday and bought the last Well, it's because you're hype, man. People listen to our show, right? Don't we have like, a million <laughs> listeners? Either that or they weren't off, or maybe the first issues were returnable. Or, but like I said, as I said, I will keep, when I, if I see them on the shelf, I will keep buying them. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a fun company and I want them to, I mean, unless I start getting the issues that I'm really, yeah. like they're garbage. Did you get a new series or a continuation of one you have? It was new to me. So, oh, okay. but it was the second issue, I think. So I'm, I haven't read oh. it yet, but it was in my stack, and I was like, "Oh, I'm, oh, that's my." I mean, like I said, if I start finding them bad or something, I'll turn on them, Phil. But right now, I think I'm. No, you're in too it. deep. You gotta oh. continue the collection until they go under. I mean, it's not like the spawn where I was really, it was really hard towards the end. Like I was really like, <laughs> yeah, but that's these. the crazy <laughs> thing. You collected it longer than I did. I just, uh, the, like, the love was gone <laughs> and, uh, yeah. All right. I've been talking way too much guys. We don't need that. Never. Much Who wants to I have a question up? for you, Andrew. Shoot. Did you enjoy the art on those GI Joe issues? Like, you know, up to 300 issue 300 and everything. Oh, what do you mean? Enjoy the, uh, this sounds like a <laughs> trap. I, oh, yeah, that's I, what I was going to say. Answer. It sounds like it. I I thought it was well I knew who the characters were it can He hates it. He I hates it. I did feel that I would have kind I felt like it kind of jumped around a bit with different teams. I don't know what the schedule was like or anything, but I will say the stylistic choices weren't always to my jam, but I do feel like oh that's this character, you know. Oh, there's Snake Eyes and there's Scarlet, and I can tell the action and the sequences and the storytelling choices seem sound. I mean, am I buying an artist edition of it? No, but <laughs> no, it's just when I I saw the the last Ronin Lost Years. I mean, all these turtle things with the Ronin are always delayed, right? And then you finally get the issue, and it's like regular comic size now. And it's like the guy from G.I. Joe. And I'm like, really? I mean, like, it's like one of IDW's biggest books. And it's like, you couldn't find someone else? Whoa. <laughs> so we know how you feel about the G.I. <laughs> well, I mean, is... I'm not going to say it's it's terrible, but it, it's just like there wasn't a few extra coins in the pocket. Like, I'm just, Well, what I, I think know. is weird is, remember, they used to have a ton of G.I. Joe books like and then it was down to the one i feel like i don't know i get their they they send me their dumb spam email a lot like the new books coming out and the last one had three books listed yeah like it was a star trek a my little pony and then one new ip like an original like not like a licensed thing but i was like i don't i mean i hope they're doing awesome and it was just a light week but I feel like IDW, you know, they need that kind of, they could use a big hit or something. Or I think, I've been saying it for a while now, I think they're done. I think this is, we're seeing the end of them. I don't know. I, I, I don't think their emails usually have um, all the titles that week, but I haven't really mm, I don't done know. an exact. The weird thing is, like, I don't know. At some point I must have signed up. I'm pretty sure, like, between the, the app and all those different things. And it's like, I didn't get anything for years. And all of a sudden I started getting them again. Yeah. Well, I've picked up uh, dead seas one and two. That's a new series. They've got, that's the Cavan Scott, Nick Brokenshire series. So that is IDW. And I don't know, maybe they're just focusing certain marketing on certain levels. And the, um, the Opus book I got Phil was death dealer. Uh, number nine. Okay, so another... Uh, another Frank Frazetta. Yeah. <clears throat> one. And like I said, it was the last one on the rack, so... Mm-hmm. So they're all the way at issue nine? So someone's going to be said, yeah, I guess it started wow. with Frazetta and okay. I missed it. And then it I just, thought you were like, I thought they were like in the twos and the threes or something. most of those music comics are, are mm-hmm. one and two, but I guess they had the Frazetta license, the For Bill first, and maybe. license, and then these band licenses that were coming out. 
And, and for all I know, those band comics are only going to be one or two issues. I don't know that they're... Maybe they just got a deal and the band wants one or two. In that way, they can package it and, you know... Well, no, they're going to want to make a trade. They're going to want to make a trade, for oh, sure. that's smart. But I don't... Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, because, you know, these so things... So it's got to be can, four or five, you think? They can go on forever or they can end whenever. They're not mm-hmm. the deepest stories, at least the ones I've been reading. Yeah, I was just like, eh, why not get this Mitch Iverson, Esau, and Isaac, Escorza, and Luis Antonio Delgado, Death Dealer number nine. I just found it weird that IDW got sent to the middle of the catalog, and now they never have any images. It, it always says, coming soon, and they show you nothing. Oh, because they're dying? I don't know. I don't but say I know that spite. Was... I, just, I know there's a I bunch of the pandemics. They're one of the companies that got hit hard. Well, it's I hard think. with those licenses, I think, too. Like, you're really, mm-hmm. if you don't keep your licensor happy. I mean, the Star Trek one's got to be a good one, though. Kevin's buying it, so. I mean, I, I, I see people talking about Star Trek, so. Yeah, I mean, got, I assume it's like it 100 be. TV shows or something for it on. Yeah, like the most that's ever been. Yeah, so I feel like start and is it just one title, Kevin, or do they have a couple? Do you know? No, they have more than one. Like they have the. Um... They do minis sometimes and stuff. Yeah, I mean they have the main Star Trek title, but then they have the other thing. Like they have the one that takes place in between the first and second season of uh, Strange New Worlds. And they had that. Is it seven? Is it? She had yeah, stars. like. The... Yeah. yeah, they usually have another one that's like another Star Trek series. And then they also have one, is it coming up, that's like Star Trek Defiant. So that's good. Maybe they can really ride that. Because I don't know that, I don't, I think that Star Wars, is that stuff? Are they still doing like the kids Star Wars comics? No, that moved back over to Dark Horse, the kids Star Wars. Oh, that's not good. Because that was a good... I think that was a, and they are they doing the kid Marvel comics too, or are those gone too? No, but they have like other like they have the creator own stuff, and then they have um, My Little Pony. I saw that was in the thing. Oh jeez, what well, what was the other thing they? Oh, they're also doing another Turtles Usagi Ujimbo comic. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, yeah. The turtle thing. That's like a never yeah, and then money spigot. I don't know. And then they have the Turtles uh, Armageddon game event, and then um, that yeah, that last Ronin came back. So yeah, they do have like quite a few Turtles comics going. Well, I mean, there must be. I assume at some point there'll be another cartoon or movie or whatever coming. There is right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, how much I pay attention. I mean, unless it got canceled again. I remember. I remember when it's in between seasons. There's always some hubbub that oh, it's going to get canceled or. Or whatever. And then people are like, this is the best cartoon ever. You know, there's always someone that says that. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter because Marvel will have the turtles eventually. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Although, you know, I'd watch the turtles. It's not out of the... It's not crazy because they got aliens, Predator, like yeah. they're getting all these crazy ones, right? Like... They lost Conan, though. Oh, they lost Conan? Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't they know lost... that. Where yeah. is it now? It's uh, yeah. Titan. Titan? That's right, okay. right? That wasn't very long. I know. Well, they kind of got... They started up, and then mm-hmm. the pandemic happened, and then, like, some of their series didn't even finish. Hmm. Like, the, you know, the other, like, um, Howard stuff, like, they had the Dark Agnes. Mm-hmm. And, like, that had, like, one or two issues, and that was... that was wow. That's the one I'm like, we're never getting anything mm-hmm. else from that one. But most of the other stuff has, has now finished, like... You know, years later. Well, because I didn't mind him being in like Savage Avengers, like mixed with superheroes. I kind of like it because I always well, loved those what if episode issues. You know, like he was still mixed with with superheroes, but mm-hmm. like they're kind of playing nice, I guess. The Marvel and and Titan. Well, I assume that was all worked out before they yeah, I assume put so, it yeah. in. I mean, they'd be silly not to. It's not the seventies anymore, but. Because I'm, even the reprints of the Conan omnibuses are are kind of set up to look like the Marvel ones. I mean, I kind of... I was with you, Phil, but I also feel like there's a, a limit to that. Like, it's a fun novelty, but... 
I don't need five mm-hmm. years of story. You know what I mean? Like, have a f- few funny gaffes and him interact and then kind of get out. I think, I mean, I don't really mind that the license ran out, I guess. I feel like it Yeah, was it just seemed like it was so fast, it. like it didn't last long, you know? Like, yeah. I, I thought it would be there for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the like I thought it was something. one of those properties that Marvel just bought up, but I guess not. No, I yeah. think the because there's yeah. the the REH estate or whatever. Yeah, that's there. Mm-hmm. That's I think all they have. I mean, yeah, they got Solomon Kane and a few others, but I don't think Cole. it's it's uh, not like the Howard th- or mm-hmm. the Conan thing's got to be the vast bulk of it. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't want to? If if it was up to me. Dark Horse would still have Conan, Red Sonja, and Star Wars. Or did they I ever have Red Sonja? They kind of have Star Wars again. I feel like Marvel's... I'm reading a bunch of the Marvel Star Wars, and I think they do a good job. Like with the There's so many. Interregnum. Yeah, well, there was too many. Is, yeah. I think Marvel is well-positioned to write the stories between the movies type of thing. Oh, yeah. Because they know how to, like, tell a story where it seems like stuff is happening, but stuff really isn't happening. That's what they've been doing for 60 years, you know? I wish stuff like that, like, even, like, all the Spawn series, like, I wish instead they would just do, like, one issue that's, like, maybe 100 pages once a month, you know? It doesn't really work here. Definitely doesn't work for Kevin. We know his thoughts. No, his negative attitude. I mean, that that, you you got got me. As soon as you switch over (laughs) to your... Your hardcovers, and I'm just like thirty bucks. No, thank you. I would rather pay forty. And also to follow up, I did pick up Firstborn number two as well. That was that Sumerian title, and I'm like, wait, oh, what's yeah. the name of this company? And Kevin was trying to educate. Oh, those are the other Conan ones. No, no, these are the <laughs> these are the comics that are kind of the same width, but a little bit shorter. And it's oh. like Pliskin, and they're kind of all crazy, outrageous. I talked about the first one. But they had a different name, right, Kevin? They, it was a different company that merged with you, them. You mean the Behemoth Company? Yeah, that's now Sumerian and everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I ran into that company's name again while researching this other company that I read a comic from from the first time. Their first title. Can you guess what it is? Well, it's not Firstborns. <laughs> I, I teased it. it. Oh, Samurai Pizza Cats. So maybe that was in the email. Alpha Betas. Samurai Pizza Cats. Oh, Alpha Betas. Yeah. Phil, didn't you have questions about that? Oh, yeah. Like, why the fuck are you reading that? I just find it so funny that you well, got I a comic this... based off these dumb little YouTubers, you know, that play games together or whatever. It's, I feel like you're out of the age bracket and comic experience bracket, you know? You mean I'm out of the video game like bracket? You're, Is that you're usually... You see me kind of grabbing from the trash, but now it's you. You're the raccoon. Well, I had I have to give these new companies. I I can't slag them without really well. I can, but <laughs> <laughs> but I just I decided I'm like, well, they're they're the new hotness, right? I gotta give mm-hmm. this a try. Don't say anything bad because they'll get their internet army after us. <laughs> so someone will actually listen to the show. Okay, I hated this book. <laughs> no, it, it's it's funny because it, when they they say what the what the alpha betas is, they're like, oh, it's an animated series and all this stuff. And from what you're saying, it's not an animated series. No, no, it's guys that play games. I actually kind of like them, but uh, I don't usually watch stuff like that. But uh, I've laughed a few times. But but yeah, it's it's definitely we're not the target audience. But this was like a cartoon they wanted to make. All right, so so set the stage. Okay, what's the name of this book? How many issues? Let's start proper this time. Um, Alpha Betas by um, Michael Calero and Kyle Starks. Kyle I know Starks. who Kyle, Kyle Starks yeah, is. I was going to say that's a name that's from. And this is but, just number one or number two or yeah, think, number this is one. An older I, comic. I, I think, I think it's, there's uh, three issues right now. I think. I think there's maybe four issues. I think it was a limited Only series. Four. Yeah. I think this is from November, but this has one of the most confusing publishing history things. I'll go into it after I give you the lowdown here. 
But well, yeah, I'm like, I read one issue of this, and then I'm like, I think I'm good. <laughs> it's I, granted the second issue was will probably be more exciting in a way. It depends what you like. You know, there's some of those books where you like the characters so much you don't want them to get to the plot. You're just like, oh, I like them goofing around. I just want to see them goof around the whole time. That's the most exciting thing. So if you really like these guys, these characters, maybe you're just like, oh, once it gets into the the plot of the story where they're like, oh, they're in a video game and something's broken. And, like, the government has to get them to fix this thing or all these people are going to die. Like, like maybe you're just like, ah, oh, I just want the guys to be swearing and, and goofing around in a video game and shooting things in the butt. Like... Maybe you find that fun. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do on their channels. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't... I didn't find any of that stuff, like the immature humor and all that. I didn't find mm-hmm. that stuff particularly amusing. So... But then, like, I don't think I've ever read anything by Kyle Starks that I thought was really good either, so... I'm trying to think what he's done, but I can't... I like, his name, there's, but... there's a lot of stuff, like Sex Castle... That I assassination. I hate this place. I think Andrew talked about that one. Yeah, yeah, I liked yeah. Uh, that. Was that fun? Felt like it was be a good horror movie. Phil, the basically oh, okay. once they inherit the place and once you move on, you can't leave it without bad fortune. And at a day, it's regular, and at night, it's kind of a horror movie. American yeah. Horror Story. There's a mansion where when you die, you can't leave, so you're a ghost there. So it's kind of the same thing. And then it teams up with a bank robber who had done a job right there and he poses as a worker and those mm-hmm. stories intersect it was kind of fun yeah that one i remember you talked about that one sounded cool i mean this is a very colorful book too so well, i mean it's very cartoony because kind of right? it's based like a, like i say they were gonna do oh i don't know if they did or not i think they did a cartoon on it so it's based on their cartoon show yeah from what i understand from this they did do that mm-hmm like they tried crowd, or I think they had to crowdfund it. Their cartoon show, sense. so it's one of those type. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, those can be big. That um, there's that Critical Role did that cartoon. That like, yeah. Now it's on Amazon. Like I don't. I tried watching it, but it was a little too. Well, I think these guys had a, probably a hard time getting it on somewhere like Amazon because they're a little edgy. Oh, okay. Yeah, this sword and sorcery wouldn't stuff. Vox something or other, I think. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes anyways. But yeah. Was, uh, so yeah. I, I reviewed the comic on here one time. Tried, I was like, oh, I'll try this. And then I watched half an episode. It was like, I don't think this is for Andy. I'm too old. Vox Machina <laughs> Machina. Yeah, I, I, recognize, I recommend the first volume, though, of the comic books. Yeah, I think it's for young people, Phil. Yeah. I'm an old person. No, no, no the comic's for an old person. <laughs> Go on, Kevin. So, so try to figure this out. The because I was I was reading all the small texts and everything about whatnot, right? Because they're an app. Oh, I so, saw whatnot comics in the in the store. I didn't buy any, but I saw huh. whatnot, and I was like, "Well, they're they're supposed to start publishing heavy metal magazine soon." And I'm like, "I'm not buying these dumb comics that Kevin's promoting," but I did <laughs> see them in the store. So uh, make sure you so, get your promotion check from them. Apparently, the the artist is the CEO publisher of Whatnot Publishing. It says it's published by Whatnot Publishing and Massive. So I'm like, what is Massive? And then, I thought it was funny too, it says printed in Canada. I'm like, really? <laughs> you didn't get some overseas publisher, publishing uh, printer. And I assume Whatnot is related to the online auction company where you sell stuff? Yeah. Yeah, but also apparently related, they said it's a collaboration, Whatnot Publishing is a collaboration between Whatnot, the app, and then it says, and collectors, retailers, and the editorial teams between Starburns Industries Press, the publishing arm of the animation studio for Rick, Rick and Morty, and Happy Tank, and then I looked up Happy Tank, and then it says it was a it was an imprint of Behemoth. Yeah. So I was with all these companies. I was like, "What? Who is who?" Wow, this what sounds like what? the '80s. This is the '80s all over again. I know. 
Behemoth now works with Sumerian. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, this is a very complicated like system, it seems, of companies. Because you go to the massive website, and they're like promoting all the whatnot comics. That also oh. is the the guy that's the CEO publisher of whatnot publishing. <laughs> so I was just like, wow, I don't know why you included that in the back, but full disclosure, I guess, that they tell you exactly what is going on. Not that you'll understand any of it. No, that is funny. But hey, they, they must, I'm sure that I only heard about them. Like I said, I think they were a co-sponsor with Marvel at San Diego or New York Comic Con or something. So Marvel was promoting them. But I looked at one of the auctions and I was like, this has scam written all over it and passed. I'm already well, I, up I, to my neck in <laughs> auctions. I just thought it was funny that I saw them for the first time at uh, my first COVID con there. Big COVID con. Um, and I had to send you all the pictures and everything and saying, look at these guys. Look who's here. <laughs> Everyone's lining up for cans. Have you tried their uh, any, any of the auctions or anything, Kevin? No, no. I mean, I don't even use eBay, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kevin doesn't buy, he sells. Well, it, you know, it's funny that I've used Comic Link, but I've never used eBay. <laughs> oh, I use Comic Link, eBay. I've just started dipping my toes in the uh, My Comic Shop auctions. Oh. Weekly auctions yeah, yeah, too. they do them, too. Yeah. Are they good? Comic Connect. I did that one, Hakes. I don't think I'll go back to Hakes. And like I said, some of these these auction houses where it's like a 20% premium, like I think they're funny, but I'm not going to use them. you got to do some heritage auctions. I I don't know. I feel like that's that's already telling me it's going to be overpriced. <laughs> like just, the name, just the fact that it's being sold on Heritage. Like are there any deals <laughs> on Heritage? And don't tell me, oh yeah, this only costs $1.5 when it should have cost $1.7 But like any Andy style deals. I don't think so. I'll have you know it's only one million now. It dropped in price. I think we've reached a good quitting point, boys. Any last quick hits okay. for us? I got one for you. Give it to I, me. I, for the first time ever I added a dynamite book to my uh subscription. Oh, wow. I like Red Sonia. <laughs> Not the title. Now, this is uh, Gargoyles. Oh, that's right. Eh? They're doing Gargoyles, and what's the other one? Uh, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, that's right, Darkwing Duck. Yeah. And then they're doing some Lion King. Those are both, it's so funny. Those are both cartoons I liked. All these Disney properties okay. that are not <laughs> Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly what the deal is there. But I did uh... get the on, the uh, collection for the old Darkwing Duck comic that was popular, but I've never read it yet. Oh, right, there was a second Rebirth that came out. Someone else put it out, right? Mm -hmm. I forget. It was like 12 yeah. issues, I think. Rebirth? <clears throat> Wait a second. Isn't that a DC thing? Kevin, you can't talk about that. Look who's talking. <laughs> You're the worst offender, Andrew. Please, and I'm the DC it. fan. Well, it's funny that we, we alternate weeks now. So if people want the real indie Andrew, they turn they tune in alternate weeks now. It's just that uh, Kevin always gives me a hard time when I'm not strictly indie, so I have to give it back. Mm -hmm. And now I'm trying to sneak indie books onto the other indie episodes. So because that's all that that that's an indie comics show. So is uh is so you have number one in your hand, or you just added it to your pull list? No, no, I have number one in my hands. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's yeah, yeah. It has the creator uh, Greg Weissman, and then. Uh, the illustrator is, is uh, Greg Cambavius. Cam I'm not familiar, but, I mean, that's a nice enough job. Is it mm -hmm. done to is, is it, the style of the cartoon? or Yeah, like, is it the pilot, like, redone kind of thing, or? No, it, I, like, I'm trying to remember, like, it's it's been a minute since I've seen the mm, series. Because that had a great pilot. Yeah, like. like it, it was a standalone movie. And it's weird because I, I thought, oh, maybe I can rewatch some episodes before I read this first issue. And then mm -hmm. I found out that second season was like, I don't know, like 52 episodes or some ridiculous thing. I saw so the like, whole thing for super cheap on Amazon, I think, the other day. Yeah, but it, it so I'm like, I'm going to check it out on Disney Plus, uh, definitely. 
Mm-hmm. But that's going to take like some many days to watch. So, oh, for sure. For uh, sure. Yeah, I I'm interested didn't... to see if that's good. Yeah, I was just wondering yeah, if they so... were like, we need to mimic, make it look like the cartoon, or if they went in their own mm-hmm. crazy direction. I think so... from the covers I saw, it looked like the cartoons. Well, yeah, funny you mentioned mm-hmm. the covers. Dynamite mm-hmm. is is known for like showing all the the covers in here, mm-hmm. and they had like eighty. 80 covers, Holy guys. Fuck. I love that. I love how they show Are you them serious? All, like, I mean, I know they usually have, like, 20, and I think 80. I've seen, like, 20, but there's, like, 80 covers, and I'm not exaggerating. That's insane. Well, to be fair, they'll get, like, five versions out of a... They'll do a black and white. They'll do a virgin. Yeah, yeah. They'll do, yeah. Uh, like, a store name. So some of those... I hate when they do that. Yeah. Are, yeah, they're different variants, but they're pretty much the same. <laughs> And I know they they were touting how many they sold, and I'm like, part of that is because you had like an unheard of amount of variant covers. Like I know one of the, some of them are like, oh, one in ten, one in twenty, and like yeah, you did get more sales because you can't get that many comic shops to sign on. You can't do that many like one in twenty fives if no one's ordering. But I mean that 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 has to inflated your numbers. Oh, for sure. Plus, this might be a fairly fresh crew of suckers to take to the bank. You know what I mean? Like, this might be getting non-comic book people, but Gargoyle fans. And you can be like, oh, well, it just costs $100 if you want this cover. And they don't know. (laughs) And if you're not buying a bunch of... Like, if that's the only comic you're buying, it's a much easier sell. Like I was saying with some other things, when you're a focus collector... Yeah, it sounds crazy, but that's all you buy. So you're like, well, that's what it costs. And I guess I'm buying that and they can really go nuts. That's why I think some of these properties have fan bases, but don't have a ton of comics. Like that's a great license to get because you can just, you know, roll up the Brinks truck and get all them to empty their wallets. So from what I understand, like they had a comic series before and it continued from the show so i don't know if that's a, at all acknowledged in here but I, I like i only remember generally what happened on the cartoon so i think this is after the second season but i don't think it's the third season because i it, from from what i remember the third season was more like a hated and feared x-men analog type of thing and and this seems very much like after that second season where they're not being shot up by cops and everything. Well, did you dig it? Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I heard that people like the Darkwing Duck more, and then I was reading this, and I'm like, why didn't they dig this? Like, Yeah, as far as I could tell, it was fine. I liked it. It was, you know, the artwork is cartoony, and they look like the characters and everything, and it seems like it has a little more of a, a visual flair to it. Like, I don't know what to... Like, it's it's just really bright, and, like, I think they have, like, pastels popping, and it looks like, like, some of these you could very easily say, like, oh, maybe someone went into Photoshop, and they used that, like, um, like, airbrush filter, or this type of grain, or something for the background, but it looks, it looks very nice, I think. Oh, good. And this is going to be a limited, or you don't know? Ongoing. Nice. Because there's really no reason why they they can't just run it for however long. Like it's like another season. No, no, I I don't have it. Believe me, I'm just so used to things being like, well, we're gonna give it four or five issues or whatever. And yeah, but no, they've had and good it, luck it, with it the It was Red like Zone a serialized now. story, and I remember even back in the day, like of course, like you're seeing it, but like I knew that like parents watch the show. I'm like, oh, don't tell anyone I watch the show. But it it's it, it's not like a Bugs Bunny or like a Done in One like those were serious continuing storylines. <laughs> oh yeah, I just didn't know. Sometimes those licenses are pretty short. You know what? They're not meant yeah. to go forever. So I didn't know if they were like, oh but no, it, you know, it's six issues or because I'm sure that guy's probably got other stuff he works on. Although maybe he can do this in his spare time, just knock out a few scripts. I am. I'd imagine. And and who knows if, like, something like this, like, this is one of those property that Disney has in their pocket if 
they ever want to make like a movie or a series again or whatever, like maybe this starts something, right? Like you never know. No, no, for sure. It's a great, like you say, if it shows demand and gets interesting, well, maybe they can pitch Disney Plus to do a series or two or a continuation or whatever. Why not? Yeah, so it's it's just it's just kind of funny that Dynamite has this whole like it's like they have two sections of their own section where they have these books in it, and then they're like, and now look at our other stuff, Deja Thoris and barely any clothing and Vampirella and you know like <laughs> now those like are some very sides of Dynamite. Uh, you can't sell to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that has a different. When I say those are nude and virgin, that means a different thing with those. Guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're silly. All right, that's a cool there, episode. There was a lot of. I I think. He ain't done yet, Andrew. <laughs> no. Um, I, I'll say there was a lot. It seems like either a recap or like they're like, oh, this happened because this happened. I'm like, like it could be a flashback to. Something like I, I'm not quite sure which of these things that they're. It's a first issue, so they're introing a lot of stuff. I feel like, and I think some of it is that for the benefit of everyone that doesn't remember. Like I don't think this is all new stuff, so there is a certain amount of real estate that's used up with that. So while they might like have like crazy twists and crazy flashbacky past continuity stuff, I think once you sweep some of this stuff away after the first issue, like. I think you'll have more space. Cool, cool. All right. Always glad when things work out. But I think we are going to end this here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you to my co-host, Kevin. What do we say nowadays? Uh, noise out. Justice for rabbit. No, we're supposed to say stop making noise. Hashtag free LA rabbit. Is that right? Did I use that right? right? Okay. We won again! This is good. But what is best in life? The open step. Three tours. Falcons at your wrist. The wind in your hair. Wrong! Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good.